Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping events in Colorado. Presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. And welcome into another edition of Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston, and happy Sunday. And our guest today is a, a friend of mine, Lloyd Lewis, President and CEO of the ARC Thrift Stores. Lloyd, how you doing? It's just wonderful to be here with you, Murphy. We've been friends for quite a while. Well, let's see. You've run the ARC Thrift Stores, you told me, from 2005. I bet it's pretty close to that. We have a 13-year friendship in Hopefully, we'll continue for many, many years. Well, we better. <laughs> Jeez. At least I want to. Yeah, I mean, I've done nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm a good guy. So we, the ARC Thrift Stores, you guys are so active. And, and Just a sidebar conversation we were having before we started talking here. And I was doing a little research about Lloyd and, and the ARC Thrift Stores. And I realized there's now the ARC, which is separate from the, kind of separate from the ARC Thrift Stores, but yet you work together. Yeah, we are a separate 501c3 nonprofit. Right. And our mission is to fund 14 ARC advocacy programs across Colorado. They are the ARC of Colorado, the ARC of Aurora, the ARC of Aurora, Arapahoe, et cetera. And there's also a the ARC of the United States, and we're affiliated with them as well. So it's a big team. You're working it's a big as a team. team. And you provide the funding. That's correct. That's right. Because you guys don't get government funding, do you? Yeah. Uh, the ARC chapters uh, 50 years ago wanted to create a funding mechanism that would uh, enable them to do their advocacy but not put them into conflict with government entities in which they might need to advocate against. I see. So the whole idea was to prevent conflicts of interest, and we've been able to grow and increase their funding and increase the number of chapters we're supporting. Good job. So talk about, tell us about, for those who don't know about ARC Thrift, ARC Thrift Stores, what your mission is, how are things going yeah, our mission is to collect donations from the general public and to resell them in our 27 thrift stores across the Front Range from Fort Collins to Pueblo. And the net proceeds from the sales of those donations become the primary funder of the 14 ARC advocacy programs. And they use the funds we provide to help people with intellectual disabilities like Down syndrome, mm-hmm. like autism, like cerebral palsy, find jobs, housing, medical services, services, and schools. That's the primary mission. Uh, in conjunction with that mission, we've become one of the largest integrated employers of people with intellectual disabilities in the state of Colorado. We've added over 300 jobs for folks with intellectual disabilities in Colorado during my tenure. We're one of the largest recyclers. We've recycled a billion pounds of donations during my tenure. A billion? A billion. Uh, wow. So it's we are now pushing through our stores 100 million pounds of donations annually. Uh, we have provided nearly $5 million in uh, vouchers to people in need across Colorado, victims of disasters like fires and floods. We've collected over 3 million pounds of food uh, for VOA's Meals on Wheels program with our friend Jim White, who just recently retired. <laughs> he never uh, retired. <laughs> well, <laughs> He he's he he talks a good game about fishing, but you know I've not seen the proof. But I don't believe any of that. So, but he's doing good work with you. He's he's doing amazing work, yeah. and he's created a book program. And we're part. Ark is partnering with the Food Bank of the Rockies, and the Food Bank of the Rockies is providing through fifty six schools and four thousand children on a weekly basis uh, backpacks filled with uh, non perishable food for use in their families for low income families. And in conjunction with that, Jim has coordinated with us 
the provision over 20,000 books to be provided in these backpacks. So they're not only getting food, they're getting books that they can use, you know, as they're sure. doing their schoolwork. Good job, you guys. I'm going to back up just a couple of steps here, Lloyd. You mentioned you've created 300 jobs for folks with intellectual yeah. disabilities. What, what are you talking about? Jobs not at the thrift stores? Is that or is it just across in- our organization? Okay. So in the stores, employees with intellectual disabilities may be donation attendants. They may unload product. They may sort product. They may price product. They may tag it. They may run it out to the sales floor. They may be cashiers. They may be greeters, etc. Uh, in our warehouse, they help with various warehousing organizational duties. Uh, we have a receptionist who has cerebral palsy. Uh, we have another wonderful young lady with autism who works in our accounting department. So what we've done with our programs is to try to create jobs and match interests and skills to jobs that we create. And it's been a real success, and we're really proud of it. And do some of these uh, fine folks that work with you and the jobs you created, they, do they get jobs outside what you're doing at the thrift stores uh, well, in the tip, general public type jobs? They, they typically uh, stay with ARC. Right. And we really enjoy having them with us. And they we've created some uh, additional supplemental programs, one we call ARC Ambassadors that you're familiar with. Right. Where we do social activities. We may go to the movies or to the zoo or to have dinner. Most recently, we were sailing on the Cherry Creek Reservoir. Were you? We, yeah. <laughs> which is something, which is something. <laughs> uh, and then we've also created an educational program that we call ARC University that I know you know a lot about. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about that coming up here. But I want to get ahead a little bit and start plugging some of these new stores you're opening. Because how many stores do you have in Metro Denver right now? Uh, well, let me answer that question this way. So we have stores up north in Fort Collins, Greeley, Loveland. Uh, let's see. Broomfield, Louisville. We have four stores in Aurora. We have four in the Springs. We have one in Pueblo. We have one in near here on Quebec and County Line in the Balancer in Denver Metro. I don't know the precise number. But there's but several. We have 27 stores across the Front Range. That's fantastic. And now you're going to open some more. We are opening a new store in uh, Brighton this October. We're very excited about that. Uh, we're going to be opening a store in Longmont on Main Street uh, this coming winter. We have a letter of intent on a North Glen store. Uh, we are finalizing a letter of intent on a Boulder store. And we're, go- we're aiming to create two to three stores annually over the next three to five years. Are you heading to the Western Slope at all with a lot of uh, these We locations? will ultimately be in the Western Slope. We are first going to penetrate the Front Range where we have a lot of our infrastructure. Once that's done, we will definitely be on the Western Slope, and we look forward to being Grand Junction. That'll be a nice market for yeah, us. Yeah, that will be a nice market. But the donations, I mean, we donate to you guys, to ARC, and all the time. And they're always at the house, it seems like, which is great because we give them a lot of our good stuff and then we can buy more good stuff. But it just seems like you'd have to have so much material to keep all these stores going. We have, we get over 100 million pounds of donations annually. That's over 200 million items. And our stores average twenty five to 35,000 square feet. We may have 50,000 items on the store at any given moment, and we are putting new items on the store every week, uh, and it's it's a very big logistics uh, part of our organization. <laughs> but, I would think. <laughs> but the, the Colorado public has been extremely generous, and we are just so appreciative. We have a pickup program, Jane from ARC. That's right. Uh, we also have 16 freestanding donation stations. We uh, work with churches and schools and collect donations 
and help support, you know, their efforts as well. Uh, we also have our 27 stores. We get a lot of drop-offs at our back doors. So we're just so appreciative of, of the how generous people are in Colorado. They seem to be, don't they? They are big time. Yeah. Do you take cash donations as well? Uh, we do. We do. Uh, primarily, we're looking for clothing and household goods sure. and furniture and that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, cash donations are always appreciated as well. Are there any rules to what you take for donations? Because there's been a couple of times I put something out, and the drivers are the nicest guys, I think, in the neighborhood. And they feel real bad about, well, well we don't take that, Mr. We, Houston. We try know? to be very appreciative of our donors. We, You know, like all thrift stores, we don't take mattresses. We don't take TVs because of, of the ex- expense associated with their disposition. And, you know, we don't take, uh, you know, child safety car seats. Uh, there are some items we just don't take for, you know, obvious reasons. Well, it'd be hard to resell some of that stuff too, wouldn't it? Well, it would be hard to resell, but there's a safety aspect of it. True. Uh, and, yeah. and that we have to be very mindful of. We don't want to sell any products that would have any safety, you know, sure problems with our customers. Well, congratulations on the growth. That's amazing. You're adding a lot of locations pretty fast. We are. We are. We've almost doubled our locations during my tenure. And we now have 5 million customer transactions annually. That's great. Congratulations. So let's back up a little bit because I think my first time you and I met, we were involved with the ARC Ambassadors. And I so respect that program and what it means and what what shows how great the people that work with ARC are and how much fun they are and the stories they have and how loving they are. And I want people to know about the ARC Ambassadors and what that means to you. Uh, For me, it's very personal. So uh, I joined ARC. Uh, given that I have a son who is now 14, he'll be 15 later this month, he has Down syndrome. And I wanted to take my business skills to try to help create funding for programs that would help people like my son. And when I first joined ARC, I went out and met some of our adults with disabilities we had employed with us. And I would always walk away thinking, who's really disabled? You know, the type A aggressive business guy (laughs) or people who have Down syndrome or autism or cerebral palsy who are almost to a person. So authentic, so generous, so loving, so appreciative. They love their jobs. They hate to miss work. And, you know, I thought, wow, these 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 people are really ideal employees. And they have, you know, they work so hard and they try to help wherever they can. And they have great senses of humor. We have uh, our great employee, Lori, who uses a wheelchair and has cerebral palsy. And you've met Lori. She's a right. greeter at our JCRS shopping center store. But uh, just very charismatic, great sense of humor, writes beautiful poetry. And she's the person who told my CEO group that she was gunning for my job (laughs) because she'd throw better parties. (laughs) And when I chided her at bowling night, she said she was throwing me under the short bus. Oh, really? Then we have Garnons at our East Colfax store in his mid-50s with Down syndrome. And one of his great things that he does is he brings in his bowling score every week on Wednesday mornings and announces his bowling score of the PA system <laughs> to customers, employees, and they all applaud. <laughs> and then we have Ryan uh, at one of our stores with Down syndrome. And if you walk into a store, he may well ask you how you're doing. And unless you say the word great, he will hug you and repeat his question. And again, unless you say the word great, he will keep going till he gets the right answer. And it's just not, it's hard not to be really, you know, inspired by being around such great people. My, my son has an IQ in maybe the 50s or 60s, but his EQ is nearly 200. 
is just amazing. Right. He's just such a beautiful personality. He gives these, he writes out these elaborate dinner speeches every night for dinner. And he's talking about his love of family and friends and school and movies and girlfriend and sometimes his wife. And when he finishes, we clink our glasses and begin dinner. And it's just. How special is that? It's, it's very, something that's very special in our family. Every night. Every night. Every night. It's very cool. What a soul he is. Uh, and he loves music. He loves to dance. And the first time he started dancing, we were watching a Cat Stevens PBS special. He just started dancing. The Cat Stevens. <laughs> now he dances anytime he hears music. And there literally was a time where if, when he would dance, if we turned on the blender or opened the garage door, which I just thought, how cool is that? He could hear music and just about everything. That's a and gift. That's, that's still the case, and that's a gift. It really is. That's a gift that I don't have that I wish I had. Well, and I'm in music and I don't have it. So, <laughs> I mean, what, what, what are you talking about? Oh, that's just crazy. So how how do you choose ARC ambassadors? Do they apply for the position, or how does that work? We rarely turn anyone away who'd like to work for us. I may meet families at events who have kids with disabilities, and, you know, I will find out that they've had difficulty in finding employment. We say well, we'd love to have them with us. Uh, they may know people in our company. They may know people through the ARC chapters. They may just walk up to our store and, apply for a job, but we rarely turn anyone down with a disability. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very special part of what we do. And you do it well. And how many employees? We have, we've added 1,200 jobs during my tenure. We now have a total of 1,700 employees, but we've added 300 jobs for people with disabilities right. and about 15 to 20% of our workforce. And they are in integrated positions in all of our stores and operation. And again, they brought a lot to the company. And you, Lloyd, because I know you, you make a special effort to recognize these ambassadors on a personal level. It's not just so much, well, thanks for doing the job. You're involved. Um, I attend most of our ARC ambassador events, most of our ARC university events, and our monthly managers meetings with all 50 company managers I'll do a brief overview of the company followed by a Q&A with one of our employees with disabilities and, you know, asking them about their job and their family and their friends and their hobbies and their likes and their dislikes. And these discussions are always moving and inspiring and humorous, and it just makes a big difference for us. And at our annual gala, uh, for the last 13 years, we have awarded three heroes of the year to employees with disabilities right? because, to me, they're the perfect employees. And that's like the highlight of our gala, as you know. Sure is. And you were kind enough to uh, help us last year. Much appreciated. Uh, but it, it, it becomes really a central part of our gala and our celebration. It's a special time. And so is the a little fashion show runway thing. And then we do a fashion show oh, with employees with disabilities. And for them, it's Hollywood. It is they Hollywood. Wear, they wear clothing from our stores. I wore clothing from the stores. And you, you were one of our models, right? Yes, I was. And I have to mm -hmm. say that that rubs me the wrong way because I, in 13 years, not once have I been asked to be a model. Not one time. Have you, you looked at first your... time out. First, have yeah, you, I have a face uh, for radio, <laughs> I know. I know. Face for radio. It was an honor to be asked to be in well, that little fashion show. it was an show. honor to have you with us. It, it was great. So let's talk about uh, ARC University. I don't know much about that. And I'm sure a lot of our friends don't. So let's educate them. So we created that a number of years ago in conjunction with the Daniels Fund. And it's a series of 12 post-secondary styled classes in money, computers, pet care, uh, safety, transportation. And uh, I designed it such that if they participated at all, they get a certificate. 
If they participate in 6 of 12, they get a bachelor's degree, 9 of 12 a master's, 12 of 12 a PhD. And last year we had 30 master's graduates, 30 PhDs, 10 PhD emeritus who repeated it twice, five distinguished PhD emeritus that repeated three times. And as they walk across the stage, Murphy, yeah. you would think it was Harvard commencement. They're all fired up. They're in front of hundreds of families and friends. And some of them aren't even verbal. And a lot of them may not have had the greatest experiences in school, but we really designed it so it provides some learning, but also self-confidence and self-esteem. Exactly. And it's just a beautiful thing to be part of. I have to come to that. Please do. I'd like to see that. Is that you know, we, we need a, uh, um, a commencement speaker next year. No, I can MC, but I'm not, nobody cares to have me speak. Uh, but. Well, but no, but with all of your, uh, all of your experience, I, the ambassadors would get a huge kick out of it. Well, so. I, I'd love to just come by and say hi to them because I totally respect what it's you're a, doing with that. It's pr- probably our most fun event we do. I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to take that in. And what a nice thing for them to accept that challenge to reach the levels and be recognized that way. How and special I, is and that? And I tell them that sometimes it rubs me the wrong way because I have two degrees and a lot of them have five or six. <laughs> and it's just, I just, I can't model. I've only got two degrees and I just, I keep trying. I keep trying. Face it, Lloyd, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need some help here. I, mean, I'll, I really need some help. I'll do the best Our I can. Our friend Jim White will tell you that. Oh, but. well, he, he's <laughs> Jim White. So anybody can be a part of the ARC University then? They that, can. That are, that are employed. We, right. Well, um, it's primarily for our employees with disabilities, but a lot of our typical employees participate and assist their peer employees with disabilities. A lot of our managers participate. And it, it, it really is designed for people who don't have post-secondary opportunities or that experience of, you know, being recognized in front of, you know, this large group of people who come to sure. appreciate them. Sure. Good thing. So what's the plan for ARC? It's 50th anniversary, right? 50th anniversary. So we're whooping it up. We're, we're ready to celebrate. Whooping up. We're, we are whooping <laughs> it up. And we are going to uh, have a gala on September 8th. And uh, we expect seven, 800 in attendance. We will have our fashion show with our employees with disabilities. We will recognize our heroes of the year. Uh, I'm going to give a special uh, award to my friend and board member, Michelle C., for the work she's done at the Global Down Syndrome Foundation. Right. Uh, Terry Vitale and Dina Perlmutter are chairing this year. And at the end of this deal, uh, the confetti's going to drop and the Motowns are going to come out. The Motowns? And I'll, I'll be giving Motown dance lessons. In my dreams, but I don't think my I wife's actually a really good dancer. By the way, that my wife's I be- a really good that dancer. I believe. I, I, as my CFO would tell you, I dance on the inside. <laughs> it's all <laughs> the in outside. Your head. The outside's not as good, but the inside's not bad. <laughs> well, at least you're man enough to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm forced to admit it. <laughs> so it, it's just that one celebration. Nothing for the rest of the year. Anything's outside. We've well, we've been celebrating every month, and we've been. Uh, celebrating on Facebook and on social media and special events in the stores and special events in the company. And uh, we have pizza luncheons every first Friday to talk about various aspects of the company and what we've achieved. And it's just an exciting time for us. Well, it is 50, 50th 50. anniversary. And I'm almost 50 myself. What is wrong with him? <laughs> 50 <laughs> twice, by the way. He thinks he looks good. He thinks, he, he thinks, he thinks, is this, this going to be on air, by the way? <laughs> Your career could be over. Yeah, I'm going to tell my board we didn't get this done. 
Well, you have done something that is the truth. That's something I could could never do, and uh, I applaud you for it. But you've written a book. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, proud of a book that I have done with my co-author, Kareen Brown, who's a much-published and, uh, you know, nominated for various awards, great author. But we've written a book about my experiences with my son, Kennedy, Mm -hmm. uh, and my experiences at ARC, and my experiences with the ARC ambassadors. And the whole uh, goal of the book is to create awareness of the contributions that people with disabilities make to their families, to their workplaces of work, to their communities, in all aspects of society. And just to raise awareness of what people with intellectual disabilities can do, just like the rest of us. Right. And that's the whole idea, just to create awareness of how great they are. So what, tell us about some of the book. Tell us some of the messages that you're, you're presenting in the line you just mentioned. Yeah, the, the, the messages I'm, I'm, I'm presenting in the book are that, you know, people with intellectual disabilities really should be appreciated and recognized for their contributions. They should be included in mainstream classrooms. They should be included in places of work. They should be in, included in the communities where we live. And, you know, they, 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 you know, unfortunately suffer discrimination that is unfair and unwarranted. And, you know, we're really trying to bring out, you know, the message of the positive inspiration they provide and the joy they provide in our lives and what they contribute. Haven't you seen some of that going in a positive direction, though, Lloyd? It's, I mean, it's going in a positive, it, very, very, very well said, it, you know. Over the last decade, there's been a lot of progress. Over the last couple of decades, there's been a lot of progress. 75 years ago, people like my son would have been taken away from us, sent to a large institution, inhumanely treated. Oh, wait, stop. Really? Taken away? 75 years ago. Well, taken away in, in, in the sense of you can't keep them at home. They'll never walk or talk. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, they're really better away from the family. In some cases, just tell people that they died. Oh, my. Or not recognized they were even there. That was like in the 1920s through the 1940s. 75 years seems like a long time, but really it isn't. And, in fact, the Ark of the United States was created by parents who advocated for humane treatment of their children. That became deinstitutionalization. That became mainstreaming inclusion. They were very involved in efforts in the 60s and 70s to get kids like my son included in public schools. They were very involved in the passage of the Americans with Disabilities Act in 1990. They are very involved today in advocating for inclusion and, uh, you know, all aspects of how we really relate to people with disabilities in our society. It's a good book to read for parents that probably have children like that, that they could get the message you're trying to extend and give us some positive feelings. Yeah, I, you know, Kennedy has been such a blessing in my life. Right. And when he was born in 2003, we did not have a positive announcement from the delivering doctor. We didn't know he would have Down syndrome. But with his birth and from the moment I I determined he had Down syndrome, I just concluded he was a great kid, would always be a great kid, would become a fine young man and a great human being. And that's what's happened. Hey, he writes speeches before every dinner. That's a... I'll never forget. And that. then you get a kick out of this. So we did a book launch at the Tattered Cover last week. So Oh, now you're a big shot. The Tattered Cover. I'm a small shot. I'm a little <laughs> shot. I'm the little shot you can imagine. Yeah, right. But we had a, a nice uh group of folks on hand and 
And then I was doing signing some of the books afterwards. And as books came up to me, I began to notice that my son Kennedy was in the back of the line signing the <laughs> books before they got to me. <laughs> Kennedy is kind of a showboat, so he is not shy at all. So he he's lo- the true star. He's the true. <laughs> he is absolutely. It's, it's like Lloyd Who and Kennedy's around. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd like I'm to say Lloyd. I'm known, Kennedy? I'm known as Kennedy's dad, oh. and he was a big hit. Oh, that's that great. was a lot of fun. That's a great story. That, uh, that's perfect for you. That's just so good. I, I, I meant to ask you, in all the years I've known you, how did you get involved with ARC? You weren't always with ARC. Uh, prior to my son's birth, I was in the private sector. I'd been with IBM and Smith Barney and most recently a CFO at a high-tech company that got sold to Micron. When Kennedy was born, I got very involved in scientific research advocacy right. and partnered up with Michelle C. and others. And uh, following that, I joined the ARC of Colorado board and was recruited to the thrift stores where I thought I could take, again, take my business skills and help create funding for programs that would help people like my son. So that's how I got involved. And it's it's been the most fun part of my career. You know, I worked with PhDs and engineers and financial types, and now I'm working with these great thrift store employees who who really love to contribute and work so hard and really help their employees with disabilities. They really take a shine to our employees. And you do a good job at it. We should mention the book is Why Not Them. Is it at the Tattered? It's at the Tattered cover. Can you get it online? Is Amazon you can, have it? It's on Amazon, both in Kindle and paperback. And uh, oddly enough, it was the best seller in the nonfiction paperback category last week at Tattered Cover. Hey, congratulations. So That's very, a big deal. I was very surprised by that. I love the tattered cover. Well, why would you be surprised? Uh, well, Did Kennedy really my, write the book? Well, <laughs> well, I guess it was Kennedy who took it over the top. It was yes. kind of lagging till he started signing the books. <laughs> he must have sold a thousand books himself. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure I did. Hey, we're talking with Lloyd Lewis, who's president and CEO of the ARC Thrift Stores. You see him all over the Denver area, this uh, part of uh, the metro area, north, south, everywhere. Um, he's quite a man. And I've known you for a long time. I have a lot of respect for what you've done. And that's why I like working with you. Well, you do amazing stuff for the community. It's just, it's a privilege to be here. Well, You do so much. It's amazing. It's what the good Lord's told me to do. Every time I go to a charity event, you're on stage and you're you're well, auctioneering start, or emceeing or uh, cheering you, on the, the charity. And it just means a lot. Well, I auctioned here last year for you. Notice they didn't ask me back. You know, <laughs> must have been a bombo. <laughs> no, you you did an amazing job. You did an amazing job. Well, let's talk more about what you want to do. What, what do you do for fun besides just work and have fun with your family, which I know is the utmost importance to you, as it should be. But what else do you like to do? Uh, well, I enjoy a, a lot of aspects of working in the company, working with ambassadors, uh, working with ARC University. Uh, I enjoy time with my family, and I enjoy time with Kennedy and his Little brother, who's now taller than me, and he's headed towards six six. What? Kennedy's topped out at five one, by the way. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, Aiden's now wearing size fifteen shoes. <laughs> size fifteen. I think we got a special order next time. I think so. But uh, we do a lot of fun stuff together. So we, this past weekend, we we went to see uh, Mama Mia. Was that good? That I thought Kennedy and I loved it. Uh, my wife and his brother did not love it. Ooh, split family. Split family. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Terrific movie. And then uh, then we uh, the next day we went to see uh, Little Mermaid at the Boulder Dinner Theater, and that was a lot of fun. And so we just like to do fun stuff together as a family. Good. Uh, in terms of, you know, my alone time, I'm, I'm 
a big fan of uh, uh, political documentaries. I'm a big fan of historical documentaries. And I do a lot of reading and and Netflix and Amazon and that's why you're smart and 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 uh, PBS. Good for you. PBS is one of my favorites. I like PBS myself. No problems there whatsoever. Well, congratulations, Lloyd, and what you're doing. How much longer are you going to work? I mean, you're you're kind of young. Kind of young. <laughs> you know, it is true what they say. By the way, and What's I believe it? this. You hear this, but sixty three. Really is the new eighty three. I believe that it's just you know, <laughs> it couldn't be truer. You so, <laughs> so now that I'm sixty three, but really eighty three, I guess I'm working to one hundred and three. Yeah, should be just fine with me. You'll be setting a fine example for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> As the rest of us want to get out of here and not do anything else. So. Anything else we need to know? Any final words as we wrap up on this edition of Mile High Magazine I, with Lloyd Lewis? I just want to thank you for having me on your show and for everything you do in the community. And I, well, and I mean that very sincerely. Well, I, I appreciate that, but that's not what we're about. We're about trying to help the people involved with the uh, ARC thrift stores. If they want to get involved, they have children they want to get involved, they just look you up personally or go to the stores. Or they can go doing? to our website, arcthrift.com. There's a lot of ways you can help if you'd like to help. You can make donations. You can call Jane for Mark. You can drop off at our stores, our donation stations. You can shop our stores. Uh, you can attend our events. You can volunteer in our stores. And there's just many ways you can help. You do need volunteers, though. I know and we, that. And we do need volunteers. So step up again. The website? ArcThrift.com. There you go. Lloyd, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Murph. I think we laughed maybe more than we should have. <laughs> yeah, this could be my final you know, oh, interview. Yeah. Well, and I'll be cooked too. So we're, <laughs> at least we're going out together, my friend. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening to Mile High Magazine. We certainly appreciate that. I'm uh, Murphy Houston. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and we'll be back to talk to you next week right here.